<laughs> All right, everybody. So uh, we're back here again today, Aurora and I, and uh, appreciate you guys tuning in to Peeling Back Fourth Wall. So we are going to be uh, peeling back the wall on uh, how Star Wars has survived Kathleen Kennedy. And so uh, for those of you who did not listen to uh, one of our previous episodes, we talked about um, how Disney has ruined Star Wars. And so with this episode, uh, ultimately, a lot of people will probably have some controversy with that episode because Star Wars is still alive and well. Uh, it's still doing very good in certain aspects. And so, you know, there's probably some controversy with that. And here's the thing. I'm going to be completely controversial, but not controversial in this episode, because we're going to talk about how it has sur survived Kathleen Kennedy's touch on it um, and been able to, you know, be at a point where it can continue to thrive and continue to, you know, pull vault forward, um, which I expect Disney to be able to do. I think Disney's wonderful. They do a great job with their products. And I don't think they're really going to let this die. Um, and I think they've done a lot of things to make sure that doesn't happen, including parting ways with Kathleen Kennedy. So obviously they are parting ways with her. Great choice uh, because she was going to completely kill this amazing franchise that they spent so much money to get um, and, and acquire and be able to, to do everything with. So very good choice there. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about how they have continued to uh, thrive with Star Wars. Uh even with Kathleen Kennedy being there. So, uh, we'll, we'll jump right into it here. And, uh, first off the Disney trilogy route, as we mentioned in the previous one, it was at the hands of Kathleen Kennedy. Okay. So it, it was set up as a disaster from the beginning. You know, if, if you, if the trilogy route was at the hands of Kathleen Kennedy, it's set up for disaster for the franchise. Okay, it, it really was, and Aurora was upset with it. Again, for those of you who don't know, Aurora is the two-year-old dachshund on the cover art of this podcast. She's a big Star Wars fan, and she was very upset with, uh, you know, the Star Wars Disney trilogy that came out as well. However, every piece of Disney Star Wars that Kathleen Kennedy had little influence on the development of has been epic. Okay, epic. I mean amazing job by Disney with Star Wars when Kathleen Kennedy didn't have the ability to screw it up. And we're going to highlight that here today. Okay. First off, talk about the obvious one, the Mandalorian. Okay. Everybody loves the Mandalorian. It's amazing, amazing show. If you have not seen it, please get Disney plus and watch this because if I got Disney plus literally, because of this show and yes there's been some other things i've enjoyed on disney plus since i got it but even if nothing else was there except the mandalorian i would be happy with the fact that i have disney plus just because i got to watch the mandalorian so it's that it's that great okay aurora loved the show i love the show um it's wonderful and we can't wait for the next season so anyway, this epic series um, was on Disney+. Plus. It gave Star Wars fans everything that they wanted so far. Now, who knows what direction they go in, but so far they have given Star Wars fans everything that they wanted. I'm going to try not to have any spoilers in here. However, there definitely are going to be some. So spoiler alert, if you have not seen The Mandalorian, fast forward. Don't listen to this part because it will spoil things for you. 
And that's just what we have to do to really talk about how great this is. So, okay. I paused for a second. Gave you a chance to pause. If you haven't, oh well. Here we go. So, this series had a bounty hunting Mandalorian, okay, which people wanted to see more of the Mandalorians. People really did. Their warrior code, their warrior race that they come from, you know, like people really wanted to get more ingrained into that, okay? And, I mean, they couldn't because, you know, the Fets had died, you know, Boba Fett and Jango Fett. So, oh my God, well, there it goes. There goes the Mandalorian story. <clears throat> well, no, let's make a show about it. And everybody... Love the concept. I think it's amazing. They did such a great job of giving depth to the Mandalorians and, you know, really helping to showcase, like, their religion, their culture. Like, they've done such a wonderful job with that. Also, <clears throat> sorry, also, they brought in Ahsoka Tanu, okay, to the show later in the second uh, second season, I believe, second season. Yeah, so um, they brought her in, and that's great you know, that everybody wants to see more of Ahsoka as well because she did such a great, she was such a great character in the Clone Wars. So now you've not just got the Mandalorian that you're diving deeper into, you've brought in a Jedi that people don't really know all that much about and you're expanding on her. Awesome. Great job. The survival of Boba Fett. Okay. Everyone has, has wanted this for such a long time to know that Boba Fett lived through the Snarlack, the Sarlacc, Snarlacc, bleh, whatever, I'm probably messing that up, I don't know why I'm getting tongue-tied right now, anyway, everyone wanted to know that he lived through that, because there's such a huge cult following for him, and he did, and they brought him back, and it's wonderful, everybody loves to see that, then Baby Yoda, Grogu, what more can you want, that was just so epic to see a Baby Yoda, it's just amazing, um, and then lastly, making up for the absolute sin against Star Wars that Kathleen Kennedy did in ruining Luke Skywalker in the trilogy. They showed the greatness of Luke Skywalker in the last episode of season two. Amazing. It really helped to redeem Disney in light of all the fans that loved Luke Skywalker and didn't want to see him be look like a drunken bum on a planet to himself which is what Kathleen Kennedy did. So, awesome job in recovering that character. What more could you ask for? Well, more about the Mandalorian ways, Code of Honor, the Darksaber returning from the Rebels series. You, I mean, really, what, what more can you ask for? They're doing everything right so far with this. Um, add this with compelling characters and stories that they, I mean, it's not just these amazing characters are bringing in, they're putting great story arcs behind them and really cool concepts that gets you entertained and has an epic backstory to it that puts you in suspense. Like you're just waiting for the next episode to see what the heck is happening. So they've really done a great job, really thought through these things when developing these stories. And I think it's been wonderful. Um, I mean, it's a legendary series. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be a legendary movie series, you know, similar to those of Lost and things like that in the past. You know, hopefully it has a better ending than those types of shows. And maybe we'll do some top shows um, on another episode. But this one's definitely going to be up there. It's going to be an amazing one uh, by the time it's over. Kennedy saw... Now, here, here's, the, here's the thing of it. Okay, so Kathleen Kennedy really didn't have a big part in this. 
Um, she really did nothing when it came to the first season. There was not a lot that she was incorporated into because she was focused on the trilogies and things like that that she was worried about and, you know, worried about figuring out how she could ruin it. And she was kept away from this project. And it was such a great job because they kept her away from it. So she saw the success of season one. She actually wanted to come in and be more of a part of season two and, you know, ruin season two because that's what she does when she touches things like she ruins it. So she wanted to be a part of it. She actually wanted to use season two of The Mandalorian to fix certain plot holes and things that she developed in the trilogy. So she's taking a really successful show and trying to use it to make up for her mistakes in the movies well that's never a good idea so actually kennedy was banned from internally banned from having anything to do with season two that's the best call that disney has made ever since they got star wars the best call they ever could have made because season two was still really great and that's wonderful because kennedy wasn't brought in to ruin it okay so, Kennedy has had very little to do with this series. She has done no plot development, no story development. Awesome. Wonderful. So, that's a really great series that's adding to the Star Wars mythos. And, yeah, got Disney putting Star Wars back on the map. That, that has people excited again about the series. Or excited again about Star Wars. So, that has helped. Okay. Second, Star Wars Rogue One. Okay. Now, while Kennedy had, Kathleen Kennedy had a lot of influence in this film, you know, hence the lead character being a female and, you know, Cassian's character type, like changing back and forth between being like worthless and, you know, sometimes he was worthless and stupid and then other times he was, you know, smart and great, you know, it, it's the same thing you saw in the trilogy with Poe and, and everything, uh, she just doesn't like the aspect of having a continuity character. She likes to change things up so that they look stupid at times. So the female lead looks better or whatever. We talked about that in the previous episode, whatever. I'm not going to get stuck on it too much, but she didn't have a lot of influence on it, but she did have some influence. And the reason why she didn't have influence was because she couldn't deviate from the story already set in place by George Lucas. If you think about it, the story was already set. The ending was already set. She couldn't do much to harm this, okay? So this film acquired fans, like this This film acquired new fans because it was Disney property, and it pleased the old fans because it had to maintain the, the true continentity, continentity and the true spirit of Star Wars, okay? This movie melded perfectly episodes 1, 2, and 3 with 4, 5, and 6, while showcasing iconic characters from the past. Even characters who have pa who passed away. And that was so, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie, I was a little tearful when I saw these characters that have passed away back on the screen with the CGI effects. I just, I loved it. It was great. Such a great homage to them. So, here's the thing. She couldn't really mess up this stuff, okay? Simply the characters from the past and the story. Like, this is what she was given. She was given 
characters from the past and a, and the story of the past to fill in the gap. That's all that was needed. And that's all we got. And that's all that we needed to do was fill in that gap there. But we know the story. We know what happened. Just fill it in actually seeing it on screen. Okay? So what could she mess up? She really couldn't. The film itself add, added nothing to the Star Wars miso, mythos. It, it really didn't. But that's the best way for Kathleen Kennedy not to ruin something. She's done some great things as far as like she's been a part of some great works. But her creative ability in Solo... So here's, here's the difference between Star Wars Rogue One. Then they came out with another film... Star Wars, uh, like the the Solo movie, I can't even think of the full title because I, I don't even want to think about it because it wasn't very good. Her creative ability in that film was why it crashed and burned amongst fans, you know. But Rogue One could succeed with a child leading the way because everything was already there. The roadmap was already there. All she had to do was film it, and so great. So she had little to do with it. It was a great plot. It was a great story. The characters were good. Uh, I think they did a really wonderful job with it. I really, really do. Um, that film was great, and everybody really appreciated it. So I, I think that was a great one because, again, she had less influence. And you're starting to see a trend here, okay? If you think about the solo film, think about the trilogy films. Those are the ones where she had full ability to go off script and do whatever she wanted to do with it. And she ruined it. Okay? She comes up with random things out of nowhere. She comes up with these random things. You know, it's 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 these these grabs at certain political beliefs and things and trying to put her own personal beliefs and thoughts in there and personal experiences in there. Well, you can't do that. Like if you're gonna do that, like film a biography. Film a life story or a documentary about yourself. Like, if you're that conceited, go ahead and do that. But you don't need to do this and, and try and ruin some franchise that's already amazing. Right? Well, wrong for her, but everybody else realizes this. So, anyway, again, Star Wars Rogue One. Great movie to bring the two trilogies together. Already had the roadmap. She couldn't really screw it up. And we got a great product because of that. Okay. So that added to Disney's credibility along with The Mandalorian. Next, and this is the, the final one that I'm going to talk about, is the Clone Wars final season. Okay? For those of you who are too adult to watch an animated show, you're missing out. Okay? Aurora is huge on cgi and things like that she doesn't care if it's a live action cgi whatever she's not ever going to be too adult to watch these things because she's a real true fan and she absolutely loves star wars clone wars i love star wars clone wars if you haven't seen it please watch star wars clone wars it's a great tv show uh, really brings in episode two and three. It brings in that middle gap area because there's a lot of time that goes by, and it really highlights a lot of the Jedi's abilities and things that we don't get to see on the big screen. So I think they did a wonderful job in that series. Anyway, not going to get too much in the weeds on that standpoint, but this season 
Clone Wars was stopped before they really finished it. They were supposed to do another season, and it got cut. So they didn't get a chance to, but when Disney took over with Star Wars, there were so many people wanting to see this that they finally decided, hey, we're going to finish it, okay? So this finishes Clone Wars, and they added a wonderful, wonderful ending ending to it, okay? And we'll get to that. So the material was already there. They already had seasons that had already been done. They already had a plot. They already had characters built up. And it was already in the timeline that was already there. It happened between 2 and 3. So we know what happens. We know what happens. We just don't know the details that God is there. Right? Similar to Star Wars Rogue One. Very similar. Right? So, again, Kathleen Kennedy couldn't create something new. She had to follow guidelines. She had to follow a great concept that was already laid out before her. She is good at executing what she needs to execute when she's being told what to do. If she's given a concept she has to stick to, if she's given an atmosphere that she has to stick to, she can execute it. I don't fault her for that. She puts out quality films from the standpoint of, like, being high quality in visuals or how it's filmed and things like that, the graphics and all that stuff, absolutely not a problem. But she cannot develop concepts and create scripts and create story arcs because it's always personal. It's always in a conceitedly way about her and her beliefs, and you can't let your emotions get in the way. And that's what happens. So with this, again, the bringing it back to the show... The road work, the roadmap is already laid out. She already has the path, and all she has to do is execute it, right? So the Bad Batch clones, and again, there's some spoilers here, so I'm going to pause a bit. Okay, fair warning. Here we go. The Bad Batch clones unit that they set up was an awesome tactical force to see. I absolutely adored seeing that. I thought it was amazing. And now they're actually going to be doing an entire show about them. Okay? The new series with them is going to be epic. And so they've created new characters. This is the first. This is the first. Okay? The first. Disney style. New characters. That we're getting to see. Like developed. Okay? Obviously, if you look at Mandalorian, yeah, there's Grogu, but he's a baby. So there's not really a lot of new things about him. And the Mandalorian, I mean, we already know what Mandalorians are. We already know what they're doing, right? But these are clones that are unique. It's something new that they thought of and they came up with creating this unit that wasn't already laid out for them. And they actually did a really good job. Okay, now, I don't know how much influence she had on the Bad Batch and things like that in this series with Kathleen Kennedy, uh, but I would be very, very shocked if she had a lot of influence in creating them because anything that's good she typically isn't a part of the development process of it. So we'll see. Maybe she was. Maybe this was a good one. But anyway, pairing the Bad Batch with finishing up the moment of the clones like finishing up the moment of the Clone Wars turning and how it affected Ahsoka. And, I mean, you you have fan salvation right there. 
and you have fans salivating to see that. I mean, it was wonderful. The final episode was just epic, okay? Because you had the roadmap, you had everything laid out, and it was really, really good. So watch those films. If you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to get all this. If you're not a Star Wars fan, I probably wasted a lot of your time on this episode, and sorry about that, but if you're not a Star Wars fan, you need to watch them and become a Star Wars fan because there's a lot of great content. It's a great concept, and I, I mean, you should at least be able to appreciate the world that George Lucas created and that Disney is continuing to grow. So, in short, the, this episode is about how Star Wars has survived Kathleen Kennedy, and in short, sticking to the core content and expanding it has been the winning recipe for Disney when it comes to Star Wars. Not creating your own content, not coming up with all these new elements and adding these these wacky, crazy things to it, sticking to the core content, taking notes of things that are already a part of the mythos, using things that George Lucas has already done. He's got tons of short stories, comics, scripts for movies he has written and laid out in front of you that you have access to use it the man is a genius it's a he's a mastermind with this world because it's his world he created it so stick to it and you will have a winning recipe but do not deviate to the point of the core content and the atmosphere and the story and the characters that it doesn't feel or look like star wars and that's where you will get in trouble. Okay? So, should the new series that come out deviate from this? Like, are they going to deviate from this? Because obviously they're coming out with, you know, Kenobi and some of these other shows, which I'm super excited for. But, you know, should we be worried that they're going to go away and deviate from core content and... You know, it's going to be a failure the way that the trilogies, the Disney trilogy was. No, I don't think it's going to be disappointing, and I wouldn't worry about that. As Kathleen Kennedy, as we mentioned, is not going to be around to ruin those things for our love of the mythos. She's not going to be there to really taint and ruin those things. And the other thing is, a lot of them are expanding on characters we already know, expanding on things that we've seen. You know, Kenobi is talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi, and we already know his story and things like that. So they're really going to just be going in-depth with that character, which is going to be awesome to see. They're going to be going in-depth on Boba Fett and things. So I don't think they're going to deviate. I think these are going to be great successes, and I think Disney has made it to where they can come out of the Star Wars bomb that they had with the trilogy, you know, the the final episode of that trilogy, they can come out of this like a rocket and really get momentum because they have laid out the groundwork for some good core content, original stories that have already been there that they're going to expand on and really get old fans brought back into it and new fans of Disney brought into the mythos the correct way. So I'm super excited for it. I think it's going to be great. I think Disney has done a wonderful job of making sure that Star Wars survived through Kathleen Kennedy because in some of these projects, they let her have very little to no influence, and that has saved them in the long run. If they had handed her the keys to everything, they would be in a worse situation right now, but I'm super excited because there's a great future for Star Wars. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, 
Aurora and I will let you get back to your day. But if you like the content or you have a friend or someone that you think would appreciate the content, love Star Wars or whatever, you know, feel free to like, share, subscribe, send it to them. Our Facebook is below. Our email is below. Uh, comment. Let us know what's going on. Let us know what you think. Let us know some things that we can do on the channel to make you enjoy a little bit more. So, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you and have a great day.